when somebody's holding something like a frog or a snail or even a snake, it's that feeling of connecting their skin to skin to the creature. And they can look at it right in the eyes or in the antennas, I guess, or tentacles. (laughs) (laughs) But that really kind of connects to their heart. This is Something Wild. I'm Dave Anderson from the Forest Society. And I'm Chris Martin from New Hampshire Audubon. We're talking with Susie Spickle today. She's a naturalist at the Harris Center for Conservation Education in Hancock, New Hampshire, and the author of The Animal Adventurer's Guide, How to Prowl for an Owl, Mix Snail Slime, and Catch a Frog Barehanded, 50 Activities to Get Wild with Animals. You don't have to go anywhere special to find something wild. You can go out your back door, your front door. You can look in the crack in a sidewalk. You can look at a forest, a stone wall. I just wanted to get people thinking that nature happens everywhere. Even inside. Yes. We have put a lot of emphasis on big wildlife, but I'm all about the little things that you can see. The ladybug in your house is just as wild as the eagle that you see fly. No offense, Chris. We forget that. The spider in the corner of the room? Definitely wild. (laughs) Can you give an example of one of those gross experiences that's fascinating? Yeah, no, I can. Um, Something that I find really interesting and kind of gross and that um, the 10-year-old kids and I really connect with is leeches. Um, When we go ponding and looking in the pond and we find a big, juicy leech, and a lot of it is like, ew, gross, oh, God, it might get stuck on me. Um, But then when we stop and we, like, look at the leech and really talk about and look at its body and see how it moves and its colors, um, it's actually really an incredibly beautiful creature. It, It has an interesting style of eating, but it's really just pretty remarkable. Can you talk about one thing? I'm really curious about your nickname. Yes, around my neighborhood um, and in my community, people often refer to me as the Princess of Poop, which some people might take as something not so nice, but I love it. It is um, all about my scat collection, which I have been collecting since the early 90s. And it's a great teaching tool. If you really want to know what an animal eats, take a good hard look at what it excretes. What is a bug pooter? Yeah, just based on the name alone, kids might like it. But what is it and how do you That's use it? That's in the book, it? right? Yeah, <laughs> bug pooter. A pooter, it's actually a bug vacuum. I give directions on how to make this little bug vacuum out of a cup and some straws and a little bit of clay and some screens. And it's not like you're sucking the bug into your mouth, but you create this sort of vacuum that pulls the bug into the jar. So you can catch the bug without touching it or hurting it or scaring it away, kind of comes up on it. And it's named after a guy, um, and he invented the first bug pooter. (laughs) I want to try that. Uh. (laughs) All right. We'll make some bug pooters and go out. What I really like about your book and the premise behind it is that you're telling kids and adults of all ages it's okay to get outside and and explore the natural world. The actual physical act of being the person who's learning how to, you know, follow a frog, get up close, get quiet, bend down, mm-hmm. and kind of catch it in your hand and then hold it, feel its like body in your hand, that's really fundamentally different than watching it on a screen. And I think those experiences are the experiences that go right into your heart. Thanks, Susie. Thank you, guys. This is fun. Her book is called The Animal Adventurer's Guide. For Something Wild, I'm Chris Martin. And I'm Dave Anderson. 
Something Wild is a partnership of New Hampshire Audubon, the Forest Society, and NHPR, and is produced by the team at Outside In.